right, this is a treat for me almost every single year because, as y'all know who listen to this Five to Go racing podcast, we talk mainly about NASCAR. And those who listen on WSB Radio or PRN, you know that that's normally what I cover. Well, Doug Turnbull here, and I'm with one of the stars of the IndyCar Series. And they don't bring slouch drivers through the Atlanta market. The IndyCar Series does not when they're promoting the Barber Motorsports Park race. They bring stars. And over the years, we've talked to Elio Castroneves, Marco Andretti. Uh, uh, there was the year A.J. Allmendinger and Will Power came, so I did get the NASCAR connection. And Scott Dixon's come. This year, it's my honor to be joined by Ryan Hunter Ray, the Andretti Autosport DHL Honda, right, driver? And you're going to be right down the road from us near Birmingham, Alabama at a special road course. Can you just explain a little bit to the untrained what Barber Motorsports Park is and what that course is like? Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's it's always great to be uh, in Atlanta, be in the area, heading over to Birmingham here soon. Um to Barber Motorsports Park, which is a, a fantastic venue. I mean, if you've never been there, it's uh, you know it's museum and everything. Uh, the track, it's uh, one of the best vantage point when you're talking about purely from a fan's perspective from viewing the racetrack. It's one of the best there is. You can spend the whole day going to different hills. There's a lot of elevation changes, a lot of uh, you know areas that where you can you can find a good viewing area and. Hey, it's it's a great family weekend to come out and uh, you know enjoy an IndyCar race. So um, yeah, always look forward to this race. We've won it twice, uh, so we're looking forward to uh, putting a putting a good effort forward to hopefully get back to that point. Yeah, I mean, right? That's what that's generally that's what, what we set set out to do. Is are there any changes in IndyCar for 2019 besides NTT being the title sponsor with the race cars themselves that people are talking about? It seems like every couple of years, y'all, similar to NASCAR, you're rolling out a new car trying to improve either safety or handling or the raceability. Is there something in the 2019 package that fans should be looking for to be different, particularly on a road course? Well, last year we went to the Universal Aero Kit from the manufacturer aero kits. So we have a bit less downforce. Um, car looks fantastic. Uh, it, the racing's more on a level playing field, so you really can't predict who's going to win one of these uh, in IndyCar races. It's it's tough to say. The competition is as tough as it's ever been, ever. Um, and we're constantly tweaking the safety side of it. We've got something that'll debut, I think, for the uh, Indy 500, which is kind of like a shark fin in front of the driver, which mm. just keeps... keeps um, you know, debris flying at 230 miles an hour out of your, uh, from hitting your head. So, um, we have that coming, but it really, it's, it's a very similar package to what we had last year. Do, so was, um, when they're, when they're taking downforce away, so NASCAR has just added downforce. All right. And I know you're not here to talk about NASCAR, but they kind of went the opposite direction of the way they have been going. And you guys have taken some away in the last couple of years is that supposed to increase the amount of passing, or is it supposed to decrease speeds, or what is the goal in an IndyCar situation where they are built totally different and handled totally different when they take away downforce? Yeah, I mean, on the road course, street courses, it, it basically puts it more in the driver's hands, you know, uh-huh. uh, that versus an aerodynamicist and engineering and all that stuff. So I like it that way. Cars look better now. Um, on the ovals, it you know, it's tough, and I think that's uh, as you were talking about NASCAR adding downforce. You would think it would just be, hey, take away downforce. It's going to make the racing better because the drivers are going to be sliding around more. They're not going to be relying on That's downforce. That's what they sold to us, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but the problem is then when you do get behind another car, you're you're that much more affected. You're, you, do, you, you already don't have enough downforce to start with, and then you get behind another car. And for us, the front of the car is very difficult to work with because it just doesn't have the downforce for the front tires to work. Um, so 
We are definitely less downforce than we were. Um, but, it, you know, on the short ovals, it's it's working, I think. Uh, the package is working. And, and we have some tweaks this year for the front of the car, like I just mentioned, for the front of the car to work better, especially at tracks like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the 500, uh, Pocono, Texas. So hopefully we'll have a bit of a um, a better package as we head back there. And I think that's really just focused on getting – that downforce, that that load on the front tires. And we're here with Ryan Hunter Ray, who is going to be running again at Barber Motorsports Park this weekend. And Ryan, you know, looking at your career stats, you put together quite a career. And I think, have you always felt like maybe your second or third fiddle to the the person that's dominating? It seems like we talk about an Elio Castroneves or a Will Power or a Scott Dixon, and and you're always hanging right around there. Is there something about your race team that maybe sees 2019 as a breakthrough year? even though you're saying the competition is as great as, as ever? I mean, are there any new components to your entire organization or your particular team that might me- make you break through even more? I think we've had a good start to it. Um, you know, we've won uh, 18 races, uh, an IndyCar championship, which Elio has not done. That's, uh, that is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> a 500, <laughs> yeah, a a 500 championship, uh, 500 uh, win. We've, we've been uh, right at the front of the 500 every year. So it's a matter of uh, putting it all together over a season for points racing. Um, points racing is, is obviously taking the most points you can from every single weekend. And I think the key is minimizing the, the down weekends. Um, unfortunately, we started this this season at St. Pete with a big goose egg. Uh, we had a mechanical failure and didn't get to finish that race. But uh, finished third at Austin. We've been fast everywhere in preseason testing, so hopefully we can keep that, that momentum rolling. What are some of the drivers that we should be looking for that we don't know about yet? I know there was a couple of them that have made impressions already so far. I think we have the the youngest winner in history is yeah. uh, Colton, Colton Herta. Herta. Yeah, Colton yeah. Herta. And then um, I, I, don't, I know it don't sound very polished here, the the Swede that did really yeah, well. Yeah, Felix Rosenquist has been very yes. – you know, he's very experienced, uh, but he has not driven an Indy car. So he's experienced around the world driving different types of cars. We expected him to be fast. He is – uh, Colton Hurd is teammate from last year in Indy Lights, Patricio Award. He's been very fast, too. I expect him to be right up there. Obviously, Colton just won the most recent race. Uh, then you have Marcus Erickson, who you can consider a rookie on right. on, a, on paper, but no, he's he's been in Formula One for the past seven years. So the rookie class is crazy competitive, and, I mean, you go all the way back. I mean, there's 24, 25 cars every weekend, and, and the whole field is strong. I mean, it's it's difficult. Um to even crack the top 10. Well, that's what I was wondering. Is it to me, it's even in NASCAR, it's so frustrating because it seems like really you have three fourths of the field could be on top of each other in a way. And then it's just the last, the last people that would never have a chance to win at all. Is that, right. I guess, similar in IndyCar then? Yeah, I think even more so in IndyCar, you have more guys that can mix it up. I mean, there's, I think there's a good 20 cars that are constantly strong, right? It, you know, that can have a good chance at it any given weekend. Uh, you know, we race on, we race on road courses, street courses, super speedways, short ovals, and you can never really tell who's going to be a favorite on any of those given weekends and what their strengths and weaknesses will be on different types of uh, racetracks. I'm looking at your the places you've won, 16 career wins, and it's really 18, a good— yeah. I, I oh, was yeah. oh, Were there two cart wins? Yeah. But that's, I don't know what that is about. i gotta got to look into that. So, but, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not counting. They don't, who's they don't, counting? They don't merge the <laughs> car. See, I'm looking on racing reference, yeah. and they don't merge cart and Indy car together. Some because, of them don't, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a mistake. They yeah. shouldn't do that. So, wait, I, I got a question then. What, what happened in 2006— it, it, it says your cart stats are 2003, 4, 5, and then IndyCar starts in 07. 
I just decided to go on vacation to an island. Is that right? No, no, I wish. I wish that was it. I uh, I know five just had a really bad time with that team, and um, it put me on the back foot. Like I really had to claw my way back into um, into IndyCar racing. So um, in 06, I almost didn't have a ride for what two years almost. Um, That's true. I started yeah, racing. Was uh, time, yeah. I mean, I started doing some stuff with. Um, I was selected by Hendrick to do the GM driver development program, and that was in the in the what was then maybe the Bush cars or yeah. Xfinity cars uh, with Joey Logano and had a really good time doing that. I started racing some super late model stuff to kind of put my toes in the water on the, on the stock car side. Yeah. Um, and, and it was going really well. And then I got the call from Bobby Rahal for a, uh, for a proper full deal in the, uh, in his Indy car. So I took that and ran. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but at that time and around 06, you said, yeah. And that time the, the, every team, it seemed like was starting a driver development program. Right. And very few were able to pass through because by the time we hit 08, we had the collapse, you know, it just, there were not open yeah, rides exactly. for, there were so many young kids coming up and now it seems like it's young kids just have a short shelf life, yeah. bring the money, short shelf life. Okay. You're not good. Next. I know it's, it's crazy. It is. It, it does spit you out quick. If you don't make an impression immediately. Do you do you feel like in your career that you're established enough to where you don't have to look behind your shoulder too much? It, I mean, you, you've been around a long time. I mean, to me, I was surprised that you even say that. I'm like, Hunter Ray's been here forever. What are we? T- there yeah, was a yeah. time you weren't in an Indy car. Like what? Yeah. So uh, do you do you look now and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I've, I've had this a long time, and and I guess a shelf life for an Indy car driver is a little bit shorter. It usually. is. It is a lot shorter. I mean, I think. Man, the oldest really you get away with in IndyCar is like 42, somewhere yeah. in there. I'm 38 right now. I've been with this team, just the Andretti Autosport I've been with for 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's flown by. Um, I've been racing, you know, these cars, top level of open wheel racing in the U.S. since 03. So um, I'm on the second year of a three-year deal right now, and then we'll see where we are after that. But, yeah, I've been with um, with Andretti Autosport now 10 years, and I've been with DHL as a primary sponsor. They've been just fantastic for nine I want some perspective on sponsorship. So in NASCAR, a lot of talk is going that, hey, it's taken $20, $30 million a year to run a single car full-time in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series schedule. And a lot of drivers and owners seem to be saying is we cannot have a sponsorship-dependent model or as dependent anymore because the money is just not there to fund 40 cars. We're having a short field every week. In IndyCar, you guys are running 17 races a year, but it takes a good chunk of money to keep you up front, and you're doing it with a much smaller audience. So how do your teams balance the smaller budget with being competitive? I mean, is is there a sponsorship brew that just seems to work a little better in IndyCar? Or? Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it is unique in that we are, you know, we're, we have, what, how many? I think seven races on network television or eight on network television on NBC, and the rest are on NBCSN, which are our NASCAR yeah. races Including on NBCSN 4 o'clock this Sunday. Well. Yeah. <laughs> NBCSN. And then... Um, and then we have obviously the biggest race in the world, which is the Indy 500. Um, so that those are those are big opportunities to sell sponsorship. But uh, just to give you some reference, as for DHL, this is a working relationship that that it, and it's based on new business. So this mm. is DHL is not just here spending money, plastering their name all over the car, and spending millions of dollars for the sake of um, exposure and um, you know brand appearance on tv it, it this is something where it has to turn into actual business. numbers yes okay the honda firestone um have done new business we've set up a lot of deals where 
Um, it's benefited both sides of the sponsorship aisle at Andretti Autosport, where other sponsors on other cars in the team have done new business with with DHL as well. So that's um, really cool to see that work that way because that was the model when we started, and it's really grown uh, into something, uh, into a life of its own, really. That, that's, that's just an interesting perspective, and it seems like in NASCAR, the best, most successful sponsorship deals are similar to what you're saying, business to business. Sure. Roger Penske, you've heard of that guy. Roger yeah. Penske has, can use Shell Pennzoil, and that's that's funding his IndyCar program and NASCAR because he has all of the dealerships and, yeah. and rental and everything that they could use that with. Is that is that maybe, does, do you think that the key to DHL is the key to what is successful with some of the other more funded programs in your I think series? so. I, I mean, it, it's very difficult to, to find something that's really going to fit and something that's turnkey where you can find, hey, I'm going to match this corporation with this corporation. It's going to work and it's going to benefit that new business is going to benefit the racing program. Um, it, it, it is a difficult difficult model, but what I like about it is it's not the typical just, hey, here's here's the price, here's the menu of what you can sponsor a car for and what you're getting is a, a driver's suit and a race car and the exposure that comes with it and that's it. Um, this is a much more attractive deal, I think. And how long has DHL been your partner? For nine years. Nine years. Yeah. And so that there's a lot of personal like, – it's not just a, a sign of the check. I mean, there's there, there are people that you personally have relationships with. Yeah, for sure. With. There's a major yeah. connection there. And, uh, you know, I've been a proud brand, brand ambassador for them. And like I said, they're like family to me. And, um, you know, the, the race team is, is working for them as well. Uh, that's fantastic yeah. to hear. I wanted to ask you a couple more questions. What's your favorite discipline of IndyCar racing? Because you have a more balanced schedule. There are more road courses on your schedule. I, I don't know if there's anything we consider a true short track in there because y'all don't go to Richmond anymore, right? No. So what, what's your favorite kind? Big oval, small oval, road course? We go to Iowa. That's short. That's true. Yeah, yeah Iowa. I like that. I, I like that. short ovals. I like short ovals a lot, and I like street circuits. Um, obviously, Indianapolis Motor Speedway is top of them all. But other than that, I'm, I, don't, I don't think the super speedways are, are my, my favorite. I think it would be a short oval uh, and a street course. Uh, interesting. Long Beach. The stats stat seem to point that out. Uh, here with Ryan Hunter-Ray, one more question for you. The first thing I thought when Kate Guerra, the, the marketing lady from IndyCar who sets us up every year, emailed me, the first thing I thought about you is, is not the Indy Trophy – uh, the first thing I thought is about you always being in driver intros with your kids in DHL yeah. driver suits. How's the family doing? I mean, do they are, are the kids? I assume are old enough now to know that daddy's a star, right? Well, I have I have a six year old. He gets it. He gets that. You know, this is pretty cool what I'm doing. You know, the four year old and the two year old they probably think everybody's dad's an Indy car driver or something. <laughs> and this is what this is how the world the world works. But the six year old really enjoys it. Uh, all of them do. Um, and yeah, I just ordered the suits for, for this year's 500. So we're going to keep that tradition rolling. And um, I've got my oldest, my six-year-old, he's, he's starting to practice go-karts now just because I like to share with him that passion that I have. And he loves it too. I just have to be careful because putting three kids through go-karting is not going to be a financially responsible decision. So you need some DHL business to business relationships. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they're already there for the Hunter Ray family. <laughs> Something. All right. Well, a- anything else that we should know about this Barber Race Weekend? Anything special going on at the track for either your particular team or just the series in general for race number three? No, I think if you've never been to uh, IndyCar Race or to Barber Motorsports Park, uh, you know, come on out, check it out. It's uh, what you'll see about the IndyCar series is most accessible professional racing series mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, get up close and personal with the drivers, the cars, the pit crews, you know, really get, get close to the whole, the action of it all. And I think that's, that's the real selling point of our, uh, of our product. Um, and 
we put on a great show at Barber, one of the best road courses of the year when it comes to racing wise. So my, my buddies at the IndyCar Radio Network who help us with with, with PRN at some races, yeah. uh, Mark, Mark Janes and and uh, and Nick, they they have been inviting me out and I just haven't been able to go and Kate has too so I've got to I've got to get out there I don't know if I can this weekend but maybe next year well thank you so much Ryan for Sounds joining us and uh, find him Ryan Hunter Ray on social media look for the yellow number 28 DHL Honda and 4 o'clock NBCSN and on the IndyCar Radio Network you can get coverage of this weekend's race the third in the 17 race IndyCar season thank you sir thank you